With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Welcome to the Dairy Brothers Guardians cast. Your best podcast spot for all things Cleveland Guardians baseball. Presented by WaitingForNextYear.com. Follow Matt on Twitter at Dairy Speaks and Todd at TD Guardians KU. The Dairy Brothers Guardians cast is on the air. And the season is upon us, everybody. Welcome into the Dairy Brothers Guardians cast. First edition of the regular season. That's right. Spring training is done. We're here on Wednesday. Tomorrow, the Guardians will start up the 2023 campaign. The defending American League Central Division champions are in Seattle Take on the 90 win from last year, Mariners. We'll get you the pitching matchups, big news on the extension front, and much, much more. Of course, a big injury with Tristan McKenzie, but Matt and Todd with you. Right here on the Evergreen Podcast Network, waitingfornextyear.com. Uh, Todd, via satellite uh, uh, at Parts Unknown right now, back on the phone. All right. Springer break, baby. <laughs> there we go. Yeah. yeah. Bring me back to Springer break, MTV. 1993 or whatever that was. Yeah, did no, you, uh, uh, you run into Kari yeah. Wurr when you were down there? Uh, Ken Ober, the late Ken Ober from Remote Control. No, I, uh, uh, I, it's only, you know, you know, you know my plan. I'll be back tomorrow. Um, I'm, it's a quick, quick up and back just to uh, get the kids. Shout out to the uh, Orange High School Marching Band for their awesome performances at the, uh, at Disney all week, which was fantastic for the kids. And, it was all good. It was all good, man. I uh, saw some friends of the program down there, which was nice. My man Jesse last night. I was uh, I was waiting to get uh, Andrew at the bus. Came up. He's like, "When are we hear in the emergency pod about the extension?" Whoa! How about that? Tomorrow morning. That's how I knew he was a P one listener. Wow! And, uh, the great Kevin Lenson, P one listener, also down here. Uh, you For, know, former so former good. former Beachwood point guard Kevin Lenson. That's right. That's right. With KJ. How about, to see him. <laughs> how about how about that? Yeah, but yeah, I'm uh, I'm excited. I'll be home tomorrow, and I can't wait for uh, the season to start. No, I think uh, this is going to be very very exciting, and obviously the expectations are high. Uh, we'll give our win total predictions a little bit later. Last year, of course, uh, I think I was closer to reality than you were, but it was a total fluke. I mean, no one expected them to win 92 games, but. Now, uh, you know, there's a little bit of a bullseye in their back. Many people picking them to win the division. Many people feeling like, wow, guys like Quan, Jimenez, Oscar, all these young players are going to take the next steps. And, you know, the biggest news, obviously, though, Todd, that we got to start with is is the Tristan McKenzie injury. I mean, to miss arguably your second Cy Young candidate and your, your, your locked, stocked, and barreled number two starter for an upwards of, you know, anywhere from two to eight weeks just as a killer. But, you know, he, he came out of his start after just one inning the other day, and we kind of knew it was trouble. And as only the Guardians do, given the whole, uh, yeah, we'll see, we'll take some tests. And unfortunately, it turns out that uh, he's going to be out, you know, it could be an upwards of two months. And I don't know. I'm I'm more surprised at who they picked to, to take his place in the rotation and Hunter Gaddis because I figured they'd go conservative with 
Pilkington or somebody like that. But anytime you don't have sticks out there, it sucks. Well, the you know, there's there's several problems. Number one, I would argue that he is one of the five most indispensable players on this roster um, that you cannot afford to lose. The, the the thing about the Guardians pitching situation is, yes, in our minds, we have all this young depth and whatever, but the three top guys or four top guys, if you want to throw Logan Allen in there too, are guys that you don't want to immediately rush up here. So, you know, you're not bringing up Gavin Williams. Espino is hurt. Um, Bybee you're not bringing up yet. And, you know, Logan Allen you're not bringing up yet. They want these guys to have more seasoning. And to start them, one of those four guys in the major league rotation, at the beginning of the year, at the beginning of the season, to go on the road to Seattle, come back around at home. You got Seattle and the Yankees on the other side of it. I don't think they want to throw someone out there brand new. That's number one. Number two, the guy who would be in this spot would be Cody Morris, and he's also injured. So that just, you know, having McKenzie injured certainly doesn't help. Number three, Savali and Plesak are both very iffy at this point. Um, you know, we're, we, we love this team, and we're excited about it, and the biggest question mark was the back end of the rotation. Now you lose McKenzie for, you know, up to eight weeks, they say, and now it's an even bigger question mark, and it puts an even bigger emphasis on winning those Bieber starts and winning those Cal starts, because at this point, you don't know what you're going to get from Savali, Plesak, and the Hunter Gaddis, Xavion Curry piggyback situation, or however they're going to handle it. Yeah, I mean, you know, they've raved about how the bounty hunter is pitched uh, throughout the spring and that he earned a spot on the team just as as a long man, and, and, to, and he made the roster. So that was a big deal Yeah, just last week. Like, wow, Gaddis made it uh, over a guy like Curry, over any of these other uh, other names and pitchers that you mentioned, and there's, there's certainly a, a, a dearth of talent there. But Gaddis came up last year. We joked on the, on the pod last week about it that – he came up and he threw hard, but his fastball was 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 straight, and it was easy to hit. And so now it's like, all right, has he made adjustments? Has he grown from a year ago? You hope he has. And you're right, you're immediately throwing him into the fire on Saturday, on Friday night against Robbie Ray and the Mariners. It's like, wow, okay, but let's see what he has. And you'd rather these injuries happen now than later on in the year, or even into September or hopefully October. So, um. You know, I, I don't know. I mean, the, the McKenzie loss hurts, and people were talking about Cy Young for him, and people were talking about man, you know, sleeper Cy Young or, and everything else. And he was just so good last year, and he was just so good in the postseason too. Uh, but this is where this organization always seems to find a way. And like you said, this now really emphasizes that Savali has got to get it together. That Plesac has to get it together. You know, I'm concerned about. You know, class A a little bit. I didn't like what I saw this spring, and obviously the pitch clock and everything else. So, <laughs> yeah, we're talking about the Yankees. So I think that uh, you know, it's like there's a lot in play here. You know, it's all all of a sudden it's 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 different, Todd. It's like last year was oh we know this team's going to pitch, but can they hit? Now everybody's lauding the lineup and talking about how long the lineup is and the extension for Jimenez, and now there's Josh Bell. All of a sudden we're going hmm. No Sam, no Morris, no McKenzie. How's this pitching staff going to hold up to start the year? That's that's almost a bigger question. 
it's a, absolutely a concern. Um, and you know what? We may have to do. We may have to start out slugging teams, <laughs> which is, you know, I, I did see an MLB. Uh, I think you know MLB.com or whatever you know, on their Twitter account. They listed someone did you know top ten lineups in baseball. We were listed at number ten. Yes, I couldn't believe it. And, and number four bull, number four bullpen. I did see that too. Yeah, but uh, you know that's not something since th- that we've been talking about since the early two, you know probably two thousand and one that we you know a top ten uh, lineup. But uh, yeah, it's going to put more emphasis on uh, the, the bats for sure, um, and probably more emphasis on the bullpen. And as you know. Uh, early in the season, they, they, you know, Tito doesn't like to let these guys extend too much. I mean, other than Bieber, I don't see, you know, I, th- this is, Tito has kind of entered the, and it's, and it's really Tito, Carl Willis, and the organization. They started to enter the, we don't want to let these guys face, you know, the lineup, you know, the, the iffy guys face, face the lineup a third time around, right? Yeah. So it's going to, you know, and, and, and then you look at the bullpen and you don't have Sam. Uh, Sam Hedges, whose whose injury was a big part of it, like you said, Class A struggling. We have no idea what's going to happen with ninety nine and the pitch clock. I think he'll be fine. I didn't hear much that he struggled too badly in the spring. Um, and then you know you you still have that deep pen that you're going to have to use. I mean, guys like Eli Morgan are really going to have to step up. DLS, Delos Santos, my guy, he's going to have to step up too. I mean, they have a lot of depth in the pen, which is good. And I think early on, April and May, especially without McKenzie. They're going to need those guys badly. We're brought to you by the Center for Advanced Dentistry, CFAD.net. Dr. Ben Hornstein, of course, Breaking Tea t-shirts at breakingtea.com slash dairy, which takes you to the Cleveland Collection for all your gear. And, of course, our friends at Groove Ride, if you want to get back in shape. And uh, there's some great instructors over there, including one on the phone here. But uh, yes, there is. check them out at <laughs> Groove Ride, R-Y-D-E. Are they, is it .com? Is that right? That's right. What, uh, you've never checked it out? How dare you? <laughs> well, I just forget if it's .net or .com. How's my man Zosimo doing? Guy's the king. He's doing great. He's uh, currently uh, at, at, he's in Tulum right now, actually, on vacation. So I, I'm holding down the fort all week. <laughs> nice. Oh, oh just, uh, yeah, and you're not even there. <laughs> well, I, I was only gone for two days, so it's all good. <laughs> oh, I thought you were going to say he was in Monroe. No names, please. All right, so uh, let's uh, let's get into some baseball business. No, but uh, we're gonna, we we obviously have this is a weird start to the year. There's all these late night games. So if you're a Guardians fan and you're a diehard like us, I mean, we got Thursday night late night, Friday night late night, Saturday night late night, the Sunday three thirty five game, and then uh, well, always like that. That's the uh, Patty comes over for dinner and. Uh... Ruins the seventh, eighth, and ninth for me. <laughs> I'm kidding, Mom. I'm, 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 I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Oh man, she she was uh, filling me in on your uh, Twitter wars last night when she Took called. Some shrapnel right now. I, I apologize. <laughs> 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 I don't understand why Seattle is opening up at seven at a night Thursday night game. Why wouldn't they do it at the four ten? You know, like our home It's on ML oh, you know. a bunch of these games are on nationally. Like the first two games are on MLB network and then Saturday's game is on FS one. It's all for TV. Well I don't mind Friday and Saturday night, but I don't like the opener at ten ten PM local time. Like, you know the good news is with the pitch clock, instead of being up until one ten, I'll be up until twelve thirty hopefully. Mm. 
I'd be up anyway. But I mean, it's I but it's like I think it's uh, I don't know. I mean, I'm excited. I mean, I don't care what time it is. Um, well, of course, for, for not. you don't sleep though. <laughs> <laughs> I need to get some sleep. Um, how about this Andres Jimenez thing, man? Like. We knew that, they, you know, really out of nowhere too, right? I mean, last week it was Ahmed Rosario's in contract talks. And it's like, what should we touch on that first? Like, yes, that's bizarre. I'm sorry. Well, here, I, I, I have a couple of, I, I have rationale. On it. And I have to say that the executive producer has been on the extend Ahmed, keep Ahmed. And so is Edge. extend Ahmed, keep Ahmed thing for more than a year. Because the executive producer one, definitely definitely did plant his flag on that. Yes, he did. And and, and as much as I will give you, uh, the executive producer belongs to Ahmed and you belong to Andres for sure. Uh, I would say that the, the fact that number one, he's Jose's best friend and Jose wants him around and Jose is the most important member of the franchise certainly helps his cause. Number two. He's exceeded all of our expectations of when we got him because when they did get him in that trade, he was, I'm not going to say a failed prospect, but the Yankees, the Yankees, the Mets had given up on him and they were done and they sent him to the Guardians. And, you know, he wasn't, that first year was kind of up and down. But last year, not only did he show what he can do on the base paths and with his bat, but he's a real leader in that clubhouse. They love him. They really do. Stand-up guy, willing to do whatever he needs to do. He's got a swagger to so, him, for sure. Absolutely. That's that's number two. And number three, and this is, I, I, again, I come back to uh, the Ags and the executive producer, and this is what they have both been saying, and this is the truth. And I have a tweet that I want to bring up that goes with it. We, As much as we talk about, oh, Arias and Rocchio and uh, um, Freeman uh, and Freeman – one of those guys has got to be the shortstop of the future, and they're going to hit, and they're going to be the guy, and they're going to be a superstar, yeah, yeah, yeah. How many times over the years have we been saying, oh, you know, here comes Andy Marte, can't miss prospect, got to make sure third base is open for him, you know, instead of playing with the bird in the hand that has been really a high-quality player for you, uh, and, and someone who's already proven it at this level. We are in a win now, can get to the World Series franchise. You know, we're, 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 we're in that mode right now. Do you really want to just cut Ahmed loose after this year and take a step backwards and hope that Brian Rocchio is good enough or hope that Arias can just become that guy or, or that Tyler Freeman can become that guy? I, I don't think you do. I think you got to go with what you got. So... I, I found this. This is actually a random tweet came up in my time hop that I had retweeted from 2017. And it lists the top uh, prospects that we had. Of course, it's not loading for me right now. The top prospects that we had back in, in 2017, and I sent it to you guys. And it was like, uh, Tristan, it was, it was baseball. Um, baseball. Uh, America. Yeah. It was baseball America's list. I can't believe this isn't pulling up like my my phone at the worst possible time froze. Anyway, there was a, it was like the top 10 Guardians prospects or Indians prospects at the time. Other than number 45 was Tristan McKenzie. It was littered with busts. Every single one of them it was like Nolan Jones and and uh, uh Greg Allen and um uh, uh what was the uh, 
oh god i can't believe i can't pull this up but the the, the point is out of these 12 prospects listed the only one on the list that was in the majors currently was Tristan McKenzie. So you have no idea. That was 2017, which means those guys in 2017, Brady Aiken was on the list, I remember. You know, of those guys, one of them's in the majors? Bradley Zimmer was on the list. Frankie, Frankie, Mejia, Zimmer, McKenzie, Aiken, Diaz, Bradley, Kaminsky, remember him? Allen, Juan Hillman, Yu Chang, and Nolan Jones, yes. Juan basketball side, Hillman? (laughs) (laughs) Hey, that's right. Wonder, yeah, so, I wonder what Juan Hillman's thoughts on uh, guns are. Never mind. Stop. You, you have to get rid of that one. <laughs> Why? <laughs> that, that was inside. No one gets that. Oh, I, uh, anyway, the point of the story is that we can't count on one of those three guys to immediately slide in and give you what Ahmed gives you. So extending Ahmed, not only if you do extend him and it and it works out, you are golden at third base, shortstop, and second base for the future. Then you also have major trade chips to work from to trade for a starting pitcher. Because if you do extend Ahmed, there is nowhere other than utility for Arias, Freeman, and Rokio to go at this point. They're blocked. Yes. Because those three guys will be locked in for, you know, I don't know but, how long it is. But, like Ahmed, where, but, but Andres is seven years. Jose's got seven more years. You know, these guys are, are locked in. And Ahmed... Who knows? So, I, I see your point on this. I'm not disagreeing with working? that. Yeah, thanks, Romy. Um, rack him. But, I, you know, Brian Rocchio is considered by Keith. I'm not just saying this. Keith Law, all of them, everybody, Baseball America, MLB Pipeline. And there obviously are, there are more of these types of services now than there used to be. But all these people are putting Rocchio up there in the top 50 or top 70 or whatever it is and saying this is a kid that really – has shown out. I mean, did we really think, I don't know, Greg Allen or Brady Aiken were ever going to be? And I mean, I knew they were top. Brady Aiken was a first-round pick twice. I know, but like these were guys, were they ever top 20, 25, 30 prospects in baseball, though? I'll tell you who was, Andy Marte. Was he? Absolutely, when we got him. I thought he was, he was like third. our top prospect, but I don't know if no, he was one of the top guys in baseball. rated uh, um, uh, prospect in all of baseball when they got him. Everyone wanted him. Mejia was a top 20 prospect. Yes, he was. He absolutely and he was. getting worse and worse. And Zimmer was that first year when they drafted him, but um, then he slid so fast, you know. But these he, guys were top. You know, a lot of them were top. Look at Nolan Jones. He was top 100 for like three years, and he kept getting injured. Didn't even make, didn't even make the Rockies either. Wow. I know. I saw that he got sent down. I figured he'd go there and get a starting job. He couldn't even make it. No. On a team that's rebuilding, too. I know. I know. Tovar, their shortstop, by the way, the Rockies, is going to be good. That's uh, my NL-only uh, contribution for this podcast. But in all honesty, like, the thing with Ahmed is, like, yes, I get it. He hits. He can really run. He's best friends with Jose, and it's not like Jose's running the team. This is not like Zava and FC Richmond here, but a uh, little. What? Did you watch that last night? No, I did not. Okay, I won't <laughs> give. I won't. I won't give it away. Ted Lasso. No spoilers, please. Ted Lasso. Yeah, no spoilers. Thank you, Jeremy. But in all honesty, like the problem I have with the Met extending him is he doesn't have any range. Like I. I know. I, I know. You don't like. I just it. want if I if we're gonna get. The entire world knows. I know. <laughs> I know. I beat that old bit to the d- d- drum all day, but 
like that's that we're going to extend him and keep him here four or five more years. He can't get the balls. Like, I don't know. I, I, I yes, he's not a great defensive shortstop. No, I, and I want my guy up the middle, especially now without the shift to be, to be, to be toolsy over there. Sorry, I'm using a total baseball snob okay. term, but, and I just that that's what bugs me is that is that ground ball that I'm thinking. All right, turn it. And then there's like that late dive and it goes on the left. I'm like, wait, what? How did our guy not get to that? But I'll live with it. But I, I, I don't think they're going to extend him. I don't. I don't. I think that there was a good effort, but I could be wrong. Could happen today. Could happen tomorrow during the day before the game. But I wonder, you know, it's interesting that that leaked out and nothing happened. The Andres thing didn't have any sort of leak at all. And just all of a sudden it was like, oh. Here's a tweet. Andre, seven years and $106 million. Man, that's so awesome. How awesome, how awesome like, is that? It's, almost, it's awesome. It's almost like, by the way, it's almost like Ahmed wanted it out there to kind of pressure them. Well, he put the, he also yeah. tweeted it out with the uh, those eyeballs. The eye yeah. tweet, yeah. Yeah. You know, but I'm very, I... very excited about Andre. Not as excited as you, and you deserve all the credit in the world for that because that was your... You know, that was, I just thought, point. I just was, it. I did, I, I, when I first, when we first saw the trade, I went, wait a minute, they're giving him up? I just liked watching him play, and he was young, and there was something there. I loved it, and I think that giving him seven at 106.5, and then adding in another option year for, what, 2031, it's the second largest contract the, the organization's ever given out. Yeah, next to Jose. You know, yeah. bigger than the uh, Edwin deal, so... It shows some dedication. It shows maybe Dolan's not cheap. Obviously, the Blitzer uh, minority ownership is helpful there. And are they extending Trevor Steffen? That sounds like that's the next one. He's a very valuable piece to the bullpen. But this is, you know, it's that whole John Hart model again, where you're keeping your guys here. They're getting good chunks of change. But if Lindor's going to be making, what, 10 at three, whatever he's making, and you get Andres for seven at 106 and a half, I mean, that's a steal. This is. This is exactly the next thing I was going to say. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Got your happy price, price line. We just extended Jose Ramirez and Andres Jimenez at half of the price. At below of, market value. The, at, yeah, at, at half of the price combined of what the uh, uh, redacted X shortstop received from the Mets. Not only that, Andres is five years younger than the redacted X shortstop. So I'll take it. I mean, yeah, I know there's a lot of people out there going, oh, he's not he's not as good. He's not as good. It's it's a value-based thing. And he's just – maybe he's a, a little – you know, he's on his tail. I mean, who finished in the top uh, in the top 10 in, in uh, uh, MVP last year? I think – I think I'm going to be a nerd here and say it, but I think I read that Frankie had like an 8-6 eight, uh, eight, F war last year. Is that right? And then uh, Andres had eight two, so it's not like he's you know that well, much or you go or just go with the basics. I mean, Andres was a Gold Glove winner and an All Star. Yep. The other guy wasn't. Sorry, That's right. wasn't. And is playing in New York and has a lot more around him in the lineup. At least he he did. 
You know, Jimenez is yeah, hitting. Andre, and Andres isn't a phony. Oh, did I say that out loud? <laughs> Andres is hitting sixth. I mean, we can make that argument too. Move him up. Well, he, yeah, but you know, it's act, it, he's actually hitting seventh. <laughs> now, Tito, don't you remember they liked having it at the bottom so it's another run producer down there? He's hitting seventh, dude. Now you got Josh Bell hitting four, uh, Naylor five, Oscar six, and Andre seven. Beat it, dude. <laughs> Just beat it, dude. <laughs> <laughs> great, great Seinfeld episode right there. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, he could, I guess, hit seventh. Yeah? Yeah, you're not. He could. He will. I mean, personally, I'd like him hitting two, and I'm not hitting seventh, and so would you. But that's another. Story. Yeah, we're not, I'm not. I'm not beating that drum anymore. I, I'm supporting yeah. Ahmed. I'm not going to bash him. But if I see another one of those balls, you know, seventeen hopper go through the infield, and he doesn't get it, it just, it just drives me crazy. But he does hit. He can run. And you're right. Uh, Jose loves him, and they, he's great in the in the clubhouse, and that's great. You know, I, but Andres. But more importantly. Andres is in the fold for at least seven more years. Yeah, and, killer. And uh, you you have two cornerstone players locked in for a long time, and you know you you you're set up for the future so well with your true. You know we said this before. They're rated amongst the top three systems in all of baseball, and their best guys aren't even here yet. And they they're coming off a season where they just won the division, and it's the same group, and they're all younger and just as hungry. And, uh, you know, save for this Tristan McKenzie, you know, quick injury. I, I mean, there is just so much to like about what's going on for this franchise. No, no question about it. And uh, it is exciting. I mean, the McKenzie thing is, is annoying, but hopefully they kind of weather that a little bit. Maybe Gattis steps up. Maybe we see the Savali from a couple of years ago. Please act. This is make or break for him. He's shown he has some stuff, but the lineup's just longer. Be interested in seeing how this, you know, the roster situation's weird with only Arias and uh, silly Willie Brennan uh, coming off the bench, and that's it, the three catchers. But yeah, can like, we talk about this for a second? Yeah. What, what do you think is going on with the fact that they're keeping three catchers? They still, as of recording this morning, they still have not added Gallagher, uh, Valoria, um, uh, both to the 40 man drink. So two people are going to have to leave the 40-man. I don't know why they would waste a 40-man roster spot on a third-string catcher. I got to believe Bobastita is on his way out because they're not going to keep – that would be five catchers on the 40-man roster, which is, you know, stupid. But why do they need a third catcher? And if they are to have a third catcher, why wouldn't you keep David Fry, who could catch in a pinch and can play all over the diamond and hits much better than Valoria and had a really good spring? Yeah, I don't get it either. Um, I don't think Zanino's 100%. That's that's what I think this is. And there may, he may have to play less. And when and as Tito said, if there's a day we need to rest, Zanino, he needs to rest, rest. Like, it can't be, all right, we'll give Hedges a day off. Maley will play. Seventh inning, they pinch hit for Maley, and Hedges comes in. It's Zanino rest means full day of rest. So that means Gallagher plays. And then if Gallagher has to be pinch hit for, Valoria comes in. That's what I think this is. I don't think Zanino is 100%. And that, that's – we got to watch for that. we got to see where this is going because obviously they signed him to a one-year deal. They said they thought he was healthy but struggled a little bit in the spring. But if he's not 100%, that could then rush up the progress and the process of one Bo Naylor. 
Well, that's the whole point. I just don't understand if if they're so worried about Zanino and there's you know getting injured. If Zanino gets injured and has to go on the injured list, you bring up O'Neill and you play him every day. You're not going to go every day with Gallagher and Deloria. You're not going to do that. I mean, so what's the point? I mean, I, I, I guess protecting his health, but I. And again, you and I, you said this the last time, like if, this, if we're talking about the backup catcher this much, this is a good problem to have. The fact that this is this is our worry about the roster. We know where everyone else is. This is so I don't know. Yeah. And again, like what if Richie Palacios and I give them credit. I thought for sure they would keep Roman Quinn around. I'm in Romans, but uh, he's gone. No more. That's right. Uh, but if Palacio is hitting a triple A and they, they want, they, they need a bat late in the games or, you know, it, it is a good problem to have. They've got a lot of organizational depth and they're holding on to it for the most part. So yeah. I don't think, you know, it's weird when we, when they sent Quinn away, reassigned him and sent Palacios down, we're like, Whoa, could another, could a trade be coming? Could a deal be coming? And it just yeah, turned. It just turned out that they, they. I don't think they have faith that Zanino is healthy yet. And so for now, they've got that kind of insurance policy with the two other catchers. All right. Well, if you say so. <laughs> no, it's all good. I, I, I got. I got nothing to add to that. So. Um, all right. So breakingt.com slash dairy. Go there now. There's the new The Land t-shirt um, that has the names of players and then in the middle of their names. So Sticks, the OG, Jose, Naylor, Quan, Shane, and Andres. And then in white lettering in the T and Sticks and the H and the OG, it says The Land. It's a cool new t-shirt. Get that at breakingt.com slash dairy. Go there now. It takes you right to the Cleveland Collection. That way you're not searching for stuff. BreakingT.com slash D-E-R-Y. New Stephen Kwan 38 t-shirt as well. If you want your Cavs gear, you can get it as the uh, as a GB Bickerstaff's club. They're going to the playoffs. Um, and the Cleveland Browns, uh, fresh off uh, um, some Fresh big... off their owner donating to uh, the... No, forget <laughs> <it>. <laughs> yeah, let's go buy some... Let's go get some more. Actually, Breaking Tea deserves cash. Jailbird Jimmy doesn't. Uh, Stop giving your money to that. Okay, settle settle down. So, uh, <laughs> uh, breaking tea dot com slash dairy for your uh, Guardians, Browns, Cavs, and whatever else gear you want. Maybe you're a, fr- a fan of another team. Maybe you have an NFL B team because the uh, current outfit is still yet to make the Super Bowl. You can get you know Charger stuff, Cowboys, whatever it is at breaking dot com. But put in slash dairy so it takes you right to. The Cleveland Collection. What do you have on Groove Ride? Do you have any special deals? Do you have any deals, yes, deals, do. deals? Yes, we do. Like JR, we do have deals. If you have not, are looking for a gym on the east side for group fitness, come check us out. There's spin. There is new class that's been around since the summer, bike boot camp. It's called Deep Groove. It's awesome. It's a uh, half bike, half boot camp, weights class. We got... Rock the Bells, 45-second on, 10-second off interval class, which is a, a personal favorite of mine. And then you got the Rise and Grind Boot Camp, taught by someone you might know. So you come check that out. First class is free. You can get a monthly membership for unlimited classes for 125 bucks a month. Uh, again, first class is, is free if you buy. Uh, we always have these deals for packs also. You know, look for those flash sales online. So, but check us out at GrooveRide.com on the east side corner of Chagrin 
and Brainerd in Woodmere. Groove Ride, G-R-R-O-V-E-R-Y-D-E dot com. All right, and uh, shout out to our man, uh, Dr. Ben Hornstein, the folks at Center for Advanced Dentistry. Best dentist on the east side, west side, whatever side you live on uh, in uh, the land. Uh, CFAD.net. Check out Dr. Ben and his crew. Um, and we're thinking about uh, Ben for sure. All right, pitching matchups. Here we go. Uh, this is not going to be an easy start to the season. I know they're going to Oakland, but we never play well in Oakland no matter if the A's are fielding a uh, major league team or not. Although I'm excited. We swept them last year. Am did I we? making that up? But weren't it, it, they terrible last year? They were terrible last year. Yeah, did we, did okay, we sweep them up? I could be making there? that up. I don't know. I could be making that up. Who was the guy? It wasn't uh, – who hit a home run in Oakland? Was it two years ago? Who was the uh, – Ted Lowry. No, Daniel Johnson hit a home run in Oakland. Was it last – of his own fans. Yes. Was that last year or two years ago? It was definitely not last year. Two years ago. Yeah. Yes, the Jed Lowry walk-off. I do remember that, yes. Um, by the way, Shea Langliers is uh, up for the A's, a former member of the Lansing Lugnuts. So uh, shout-out to him. All right, um, Guardians at Mariners tomorrow night, Thursday night, 10-10 first pitch. Shane Bieber against Luis Castillo, who uh, had a great year last year, coming over from C- uh, Cincinnati to Seattle. On a Friday night, Hunter Gaddis. Yes, Hunter Gaddis is your number two. I mean, you could say this, but he's your number two starter now against Rob. Because of the slot. Yeah. Uh, how's Ed. the slot? <laughs> That's right. Ed Slot uh, uh, photographed recently with uh, uh, Chuck was, Schumer. <laughs> Shout out to Andrew Raffel, close CWPF, close warm personal friend of Ed Slot. Um, and our Arizona uh, correspondent who helped us out all spring. We got to give him credit. That's true. He was, he was coming back with reports. He was at he was at he was at uh, like ten games or something. That's true. He you got to respect that. Giving us reports. Hunter Gaddis against Robbie Ray on Friday night. Uh, I think Robbie Ray. That's I think be Robbie good. Ray. Robbie Ray always kills us. That could be rough. These Mondays are rough. Saturday night, uh, late night. Aaron Savali against Logan Gilbert, who's also percent capacity. Is he? Yes, he is. Cal, Quant- Cal Quantrill Sunday afternoon against Marco Gonzalez, the left-hander. So that's two lefties in the first four games. And then seen a little Gabby Arias. And then I'll give you the uh, yes, I'll give you the Monday uh, Monday nighter because we'll be back on Monday. Uh, Zach Plesac against James Caprellian as the A's. Okay. That's, that's not the A's home opener. They're opening against uh, Otani and Trout and the Angels at home. They play Thursday. Oakland plays Thursday, Saturday, Sunday. They have a day off Friday. But Paul Blackburn is hurt, by the way, so the uh, Guardians will yeah, miss miss him. But uh, that's uh, that's the first five games for you, right there. Nice, good work, man. Good work. So we'll see what uh, we'll see what happens. No need to panic early. No need to go crazy. But uh, man, All I, these games count the same. How many how many wins? Give it to me. You know, I had that epiphany the other day on the phone with you where I told you, I think, I think this is it. I really think we could, we could get to the series. That was before. Tristan got hurt. Yeah. I think it was nice I jinx job in the morning. It may have been the same morning. And then Tristan got hurt. My, my original prediction was 93 wins and go to the world series. I just, if Tristan is not himself, 
it could be problems. So I'm going to hedge. I'm going to go 89 wins, and I'll take the division. 89 wins is going to win the division. 89 wins for me. Uh, what did I say last year? 84, I think. And yeah, I that's, said 78. That yeah. was a little off. I'm going to say, I mean, they won 92 last year. The schedule's more difficult. Let's be honest. They are not playing Detroit or Kansas City or any of these teams 18 times anymore. How many is it now for in the division? 12? Or is it? Uh... It's 12. So, it's not 19. I know that. No. So I'm going to say 90 wins and win the division as well. Uh, I still think we're the best team in this division. I, I just I love the chemistry. I love the youth. Tito, you know, uh, driving the ship. I do think the White Sox are going to be better now that LaRusse is no longer there. I think that helps them. But uh, losing Jose Abreu, I think, does hurt because I just think that guy was such a stud, leader, hitter, veteran type. And uh, But I'll say 90 as well, uh, 90, maybe two less than last year. But I think we're going to be in good shape. And just with the depth and with everything else that this team has, like I said, I mean, I hope Class A is okay with the, you know with the pitch clock. He didn't have a great spring, but again, that spring training, a lot of inflated ERAs out in Arizona, and uh, I expect big things, man. I'm excited for tomorrow night. Me too. Can't wait. Everybody, drink your energy drinks, drink your coffee, and we'll see you until uh, we'll see you after midnight. Yes, exactly. All right, that'll do it for the uh, opening day edition of the Dairy Brothers Guardians cast right here at the Evergreen Podcast Network. Thanks to our friends at WaitingForNextYear.com, where they house the podcast. We are out of room and out of here. The Korean War has sadly been known as the Forgotten War, but half a century earlier, the United States was locked in a bloody conflict in Asia that's been all but erased from the history books. Hi, I'm Alex Hasty, the host of Ohio vs. the World, an American history podcast on the Evergreen Podcast Network. In our newest episode, we speak to experts about the Philippine-American War, America's first Asian counterinsurgency conflict. The heroes, the villains. We'll discuss President McKinley, Admiral Dewey, the vicious brutality of the fighting, and the scandals and war crimes that nearly sunk Theodore Roosevelt's presidency. Check out our show, Ohio vs. the World, on the Evergreen Podcast Network for our new episode about America's most forgotten war. Now back to the show.